0: Pops Concert Venue and Beyond FM bring you the next level with the Beyond FM third annual birthday bash starring The Urge. getting hectic! crazy! Getting wild! Oh, Tony, you know you can't afford that. Aw, f-, f***, mom. But we'll bring you the next best thing. How about Steve Ewing? special guest, D.C.D.
1: Who's gonna hold me back when I'm screaming? Cause the kid is
0: pacing, and he's wearing he me. Dead Planet. Let me in on your pride, there's nothing left inside. Hold on till forever Crystal O'Connor and the Whiskey Rebels. You could be a joke this town. Squires. Hold up. I need a drink. Y'all so watered down. Matter of fact, make it three. I'm like, hold up. I need a shrink. Thoughts so loud. Neighbors knocking me some peace. I'm like. Claudia Rose. I'm way up there.
2: It's hard to light your
0: cigarette. It's the Beyond FM birthday bash. July 16th, it pops. Tickets just $10 and it's brought to you by... Beyond FM. Ladies and gentlemen, we in eight years and 1,000 episodes. Your St. Louis champion. Rock Paper podcast. That's right. Rock Paper Podcast is celebrating with the big show at Off-Broadway, Saturday, July 23rd. Now watch this action. With the bandits Brothers. Next time I warn you, it's gonna be with my gun. Old Capitol Square Dance Club. My heart's a go, man. My- Samantha Clemens. Then Diesel. Always and, we always will. and Egan's Rats. This is an all ages show with tickets of $10 in advance and 14 data shows. Entertainment. It's the big show at Off-Broadway, Saturday, July 23rd, brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company, Off-Broadway, and Rock Paper Podcast. This is sheer
1: brilliance! Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of the show. Today's features Ellie Lacks of The Gentle Barn. I had a lot of fun getting to know Ellie a little better. We, uh, Me and my wife just went out to The Gentle Barn a little while back and had a lot of fun experiencing it ourselves, and uh, so it was really cool to sit and talk to Ellie and learn a lot more about it, and so hope you enjoy this one. I do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located here in St. Louis, Missouri, over in the Maplewood area. Stop in and visit them or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. This summer, maintain your facial hair with Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler. Roughneck lightweight beard grooming formulas won't bog you down. And if you do decide to shave it off, do it with American Rambler's nourishing and protective pre-shave oils. No matter how you choose to do summertime, Roughneck and American Rambler have you covered. Visit roughneckbeardcompany.com and use my code RPP15 For an exclusive 15% off your purchase. Uh, Again, that includes all your favorite beard oils, your beard balms, junk powder, their soaps, their combs. Anything you might need to take care of that beard and mustache of yours. Also, a big thank you to my friends at Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps. All kinds of delicious food over there. uh, Burgers, nachos. Um, flatbed, flatbread pizzas and all kinds of tasty things. So stop in and visit them and see some great live music this week on July 8th. Steve Kyle, July 9th, Jeff Walchouser, and on Sunday, July 10th, Matt Walter said, so it will be out there. So come on out and enjoy those shows. Check out the patio and have a great time with some friends at Friendship Brewing Company. And uh, you heard it on the intro, I got a big old party thrown over at Off-Broadway. This is our eighth birthday party and celebrating a thousand episodes of Rock Paper Podcast with my good friends, the Manus Brothers, Samantha Clemens, Old Capitol Square Dance Club, Ben Diesel, And Egan's Rats. Tickets are only $10. And you can purchase those right now at offbroadwaystl.com. I would love to see you all out there. It's going to be a great time and a whole lot of fun. So come on out, Off-Broadway, July 23rd. If you need me, of course, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. And with all that out of the way, sit back, relax. Um, podcast is kind of like, like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on its on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this.
0: Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper. Paper covers rock. Rock beat. This is the Shane Covers non-stop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, a hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has, could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the rock, paper, podcast. Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town, Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie, Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley. paper
1: podcast hey everybody shane presley here rock paper podcast coming to you from st louis missouri hanging out on zoom with ellie lax right Uh uh-huh yeah Mm -hmm. all right i was uh we uh so we just met uh just a few moments ago but uh i think uh this is a lot of fun getting to do these kind of uh Zoom ones over the internet getting to link up across the country and talk about what you're up to. Uh obviously um you uh are what uh I got what's your official title with uh, Gentle Barn? What is uh Oh I'm the
2: founder of the Gentle Barn.
1: Founder? Okay. I didn't uh I don't know if it was had uh, you know, slash CEO or slash or you know what the slash everything (laughs) yeah right yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know you wear many hats so
2: yeah
1: um but uh so uh st louis is home to a uh gentle barn location and uh that's where so which is kind of cool how this all kind of came about to give you a little bit uh of my story and uh and then we'll kind of get into what you're up to. Uh, but I discovered gentle barn through a, a friend of mine posted, um, a video on Facebook and, um, and I, I forget exactly the, all the details, but it included the St. Louis six. And, um, I, I really had no idea. This was even in my own you know neighborhood and me and my wife are always looking for new fun things to do. And we love animals and we loved the whole message and uh, idea behind all this going on at the farm. And uh, so we went out there just recently and took it all in for the day. I had a great time meeting um, all the uh, various animals. So uh, we uh, we got to meet the St. Louis Six. We got to uh, see Petunia and Jemima Puddle Duck. And we made all kinds of new friends that day. And it was uh, just a great time. And, um, so, uh, when this idea, this opportunity came about to speak to you, I was really excited to learn a little bit more about gentle barn. So, uh, I know, uh, I read on that, uh, I guess this kind of started as a, uh, you always been a, a lover, but of animals, but I guess in 1999, this really started becoming, uh, a gentle barn became a thing. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Well, actually, the idea for The run was born in St. Louis, in Chesterfield. Yeah. Um, I was just a little kid there. I was seven years old. And every single second that I possibly could, I was running around the woods and the lakes behind my house playing in the garden with the bumblebees and the butterflies and the hummingbirds. Um, And I absolutely loved nature and loved animals. And it became very clear to me at that age of seven, that the people around me didn't see animals quite the same way that I did for me. They were my teachers, my healers, and my friends. And I got to go to them and cry. I got to have fun with them. They accepted me the way that I was. Um, But the people around me didn't really see animals the way that I did. And I was really perplexed by that. And so By the age of seven, I was telling everyone that I knew that when I grew up, I was going to have a big place full of animals and show the world how beautiful they are. Um, And so growing up, I had no idea how to do that. And then, of course, um, at an early age, we moved away from Chesterfield to other states, and we ended up in Los Angeles. And um, I didn't really know how to start, so I kept procrastinating until... Uh, 23 and a half years ago, I ran into a petting zoo i would never seen before. And I went in and I discovered a lot of abuse and neglect. And to make a very long story short, I ended up taking animals home from there to my little half acre backyard at the time and, uh, healing them and fixing them. And it was the best feeling I'd ever had in my life. And I was like, I got to do this for the rest of my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the longer version of that story I wrote in my book, my gentle barn, creating a sanctuary where animals heal and children learn to hope.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah, so I guess the book's uh, available everywhere? We can grab a copy of that?
2: Yeah, it's anywhere books are sold and people can get a signed copy through our website, gentlebarn.org.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll have to do that. I'll, I'd love to learn a little bit more. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I uh, so much of what you just said, I, I relate to. Um, I haven't uh, quite gone to the to developing a, a barn yet, but at, at my house, uh, we, uh, we often, uh, wish we had a lot more space to take in all kinds of other critters, but we have two rescue dogs. We have, uh, uh we have adopted a bearded dragon and a ball Python. Mm-hmm. So we have a few different critters and, and two fish. So we, uh, uh, so we have our fun with our, our, all of our friends and, um, Uh, but yeah, someday I, just like you were saying as a young child that, uh, you often fantasized about this, uh, being able to have this space to be able to do, you know, to welcome in all these, uh, animals and, and give them a home and a safe space. And, and, uh, I, I hope to get there myself someday just to open my, my home to all the sorts of, uh, those in need. Nice.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh. I, uh so I think the the story of the St. Louis six is was very interesting when I when I heard about that. Um and I so I guess was that part of with the developing the location here in St. Louis or or was this or was that already in motion before uh, the the cows?
2: No, uh, St. Louis, it's funny because you know I grew up in St. Louis and that's where the General Barn the idea for it was conceived. And so you would think that that would be on my radar, but actually it was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, And then all of a sudden we're watching on the news, these cows escaping a slaughterhouse and running for their lives through the streets. And eventually at the end of the day, they got them rounded up and sent back to the slaughterhouse. And people in the community was like, they have to live, they want to live. And a small part of the community raised their freedom money through a GoFundMe and convinced the owner of the slaughterhouse to release them to a sanctuary. And we're watching this in California and we're thinking like, oh, this is going to be fine. And then four days later, none of the Midwest or East Coast sanctuaries stepped up and um, the owner got tired of waiting and he said, that's it. I'm going to process them in the morning. And uh, our phone started ringing, especially with Kelly and David Backus. Um, David Backus uh, used to be a St. Louis hockey player and very connected to the community. And they started calling us and saying, like, you've got to help these cows. Please don't let them die for nothing. And so co-founder of the Gentle Barn, Jay, um, flew through the night and got there in the morning in time to stop their slaughter, got them out using the community's freedom money that they had raised, brought them to the hospital to be treated, and then to a foster home right across the street from the hospital um, to be kept till we figured out what to do with them next. Um, And to make a long story short, I ended up going and meeting them and realizing they had a big story to share with the world and we had to help them. And so we found a property, opened our own GoFundMe, raised the money. And here we are. We have a gentle barn in St. Louis for the St. Louis six and many, many other animals that came afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There is. Um, so I, I only know about St. Louis uh, gentle barn so far. Uh, so when I went there and I, you know, got to uh, experience it all firsthand, Um, I liked that, uh, one, a lot of very hands-on, we could, uh, you know, meet the St. Louis six and we, and, and, uh, you know, pet them and we, we learned their story. There was a video playing, uh, sharing a lot of the information you talked about. And, um, so, uh, it was, you know, I enjoyed that it was informal and very, you know, hands-on and, and, um, I think it was great for young kids, especially to come out there. I know there was like field trips and various things happening uh, every day. So uh, I think it's a beautiful thing to, to inform the, the youth that uh, what's going on. And, and um, so, and plus, you know, learn about, you know, farm life, especially uh, in a city like St. Louis. So. uh, Yeah. I think
2: so many people love, So many people love animals. And of course, you know, growing up in more rural places, we're used to seeing like, you know, cows in a field or horses in a field. But the truth is that not many of us have the experience of hugging a cow, cuddling a turkey, giving a pig a tummy rub, holding a chicken, realizing that they have personalities, realizing how they talk through their body language and having that one-on-one face-to-face eye-to-eye experience. And so um, we love people's faces when they hug a cow for the first time or cuddle a turkey and burst into tears. It's really precious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I know there, there's, um, uh, uh, I met petunia, like I said. And, uh, so there's a couple, there's a couple uh pigs. There's, um, a, uh, a goat, and, uh, there's a lot of, uh, various, uh, animals out there. And, um, And they were all, uh, I was, I was, I mean, obviously, um, they all have their various personalities. Uh, some were, are more into the attention than others. Uh, but it was fun to learn all their different personalities and like getting to, getting to hear their stories and all, all the staff out there at gentle barn was very informative. Um, and, and wanting to was gladly to talk about all the various animals. And, uh, so it was fun to, to see. Just like I said, picking up a turkey and and uh uh you know, something I never really experienced ever before that. So uh getting to see these uh the kids uh getting to experience that is pretty wild. Uh something different, completely different. And like I said, hugging a cow. I mean, when how often do you get to do that, something like that? So <laughs> uh yeah, uh so you offer uh that's part of one of the services, I guess. Uh kind of thing. It's that you can you have uh Cow therapy, right? Does a, a th- people can come out and and snuggle up with the cows? <laughs>
2: um, the Gentle Barn is a national organization located in Los Angeles, California, Nashville, Tennessee, and of course, St. Louis, Missouri. Um, we are home to horses, cows, pigs, sheep, goats, chickens, turkeys, peacocks, llamas, emus. And um, we are open to the public on Sundays where people can come out and interact with the animals and hear their stories of resilience. And during the week, we host private tours, school field trips, and of course, the infamous cow hug therapy sessions where people can come and it doesn't matter what they're going through. They could be um, trying to overcome depression, anxiety, suicidal ideations, loneliness, uh, loss, um, or they could just need a really good mommy hug. And they can come out to our cows at the gentle barn. They can hug feel their warm embrace and return, Um, lower their heart rate matching with the cows, breathe in and out with the cows, get grounded, centered, meditate quietly with the cows. Um, It is a feeling that you literally need to feel to understand, but it is restorative and you leave feeling stronger, more peaceful and full of hope. And I highly recommend it to anyone to find a gentle barn near them and grab a cow hug.
1: Yeah. Other than, uh, so I kind of, I know, like I said, I, about the St. Louis, but as far as like, uh, the LA and Nashville as, uh, are they all kind of three fairly similar in a sense or, uh, all very different, uh, in their own ways?
2: Well, in terms of, uh, rescuing animals that have nowhere else to go and bringing them in, rehabilitating them, and then when, and if they're ready, partnering them to heal people with the same stories of trauma and connect people mm-hmm. to the love and magic of animals, that's the same. And our programming is, is the same and the types of animals that we take in are the same. Um, but the actual properties themselves um, is so, so different. Like in Los Angeles, we are on five acres and it's our smallest location. But even though it's our smallest, we actually, because there's no grass and we're in a desert, we can actually make better use of the land and actually have the most animals out of all three um tennessee in nashville it's actually the biggest property 40 acres but because we're trying to preserve the grass it limits the number of animals we're allowed to take in and so we actually ended up with the least amount of animals and then st louis it's half woods and half pasture with a beautiful pond in in the middle um with a big log cabin house and two beautiful big barns where we house our animals and it's just absolutely beautiful yeah so um they have a very different feel to them, even though the programming and the mission is the same.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you, uh, so Gentle Barn is a uh, 501C3 uh, not-for-profit and you uh, you are in the middle of your, your spring f- uh, pledge drive. And um, so if you uh, are listening and you want to get involved and you want to support Gentle Barn, uh, aside from, uh, Ellie's book, like you mentioned, we, we can, uh, we accept donations. There's t-shirts and, uh, there's an, all kinds of things at the gift shop also. And, uh, and on the web, the store online and a lot of different ways to get involved and get and support, uh, what, uh, Ellie's up to out there and, uh, and all the wonderful people that, uh, volunteers and everybody else helping out there at gentle barn. Uh, so I think, uh, I think it's really cool. Honestly, well, I love the, the idea behind, I'm trying to actually, um, I'm working on developing my own. Uh, I haven't, uh, officially got did all, all the paperwork to make it a 501 C three, but, um, uh, and uh, just a bit of my story. Um, my mother was diagnosed with uh, brain cancer in June of 2019 and passed in, uh, December. And, uh, so i've been um i did a locally here in, in st louis i did a big charity uh well i did a fun uh benefit concert for her while she was with us and then in 2021 uh, after when things kind of lightened up with the pandemic and we thought we could gather safely uh, i tried to do another show in order to help support others and uh we did an, uh, another benefit show and uh, raised uh a lot of money to help those in need. And, um, so even though our, our messages are very different, I think, uh, me and you are, are a lot alike and you know, we want to, we want to do all we can to, to help others and help, uh, our animals. And, um, so, um, but I, yeah, I'm working on, uh, getting all my things in a row to, to have an official, uh, 501 C three.
2: Wow, that's wonderful. I'm so sorry about your mom. That sounds like a really painful and hard thing to go through for you and your family.
1: Yeah, it, um, uh, it was very difficult. It uh, it uh, and then um, I don't know. We we uh, but music's always been there for us. We you know as a as a bonding thing for us. So the whole idea that I could use music uh, as these benefit concerts and uh, you know have a good time. And, you know, doing so uh, music's always been a healing, uh, for me, you know, it's like, so, um, uh, much like, uh, maybe hugging a cow, uh, for you, it's, uh, for me, maybe cranking up some music or going to a live show and experiencing, uh, the connection with the band and the people there and stuff. So, um, that's beautiful. Yeah.
2: I like to say that in the darkest times, we find the best of humanity. And I also like to say in the darkest of times, we sometimes find ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I know in the loneliness and the issues that I was going through as a child, it was animals that always healed me. And that love of animals, of course, put me on my path to run the gentle barn and save animals and in turn, heal people that are suffering. And it sounds like the same for you, like what you're going through with your mom and your shared love of music. Um, through that terrible terrible situation um this calling to start a 501c through 501c3 and help other people it's 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 born out of pain but it's beautiful
1: yeah thank you yeah yeah uh i'm hoping to you know keep growing uh and continue to help others in need and see what i can do with this thing um you know that's uh, amazing so uh i was <clears throat> speaking of music though do you do you ever find uh has is, is that ever come up at the barn at all? Like uh, uh, any kind of music therapy? I know. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know if I uh, ever try any of that stuff, if, if the animals that ever responded to uh, various music in any sense or.
2: Yes, absolutely. So there are many, many situations. In fact, probably 90% of all the animals that we rescue and bring into the gentle barn. They're not only sick of body, but they're also very, very, very scared. And when, when we have an animal that trusts us, we can hug them and hold them and brush them and feed them and we can make them feel better. But when you bring in an animal that is absolutely terrified of people, we are not able to comfort them. So how do you touch someone that won't let you near them? Mm -hmm. So that's where we use music. Um, uh, I'm, I love to sing. And so from the inception of the Gentle Barn, every time we bring in an animal that you can't actually physically touch or feed, I would just sit with them and sing to them. And it's a way to convey my love for them and a way to convey the energy of like healing and safety to them without actually putting my hands on them. Mm -hmm. And so music is a huge, big part of our rehabilitation program at the Gentle Barn. And not only do I sing to every new animal that we bring in, but we also bring in violinists, pianists, guitarists, musicians from around the world come and they play for the animals and the animals respond tremendously. I mean, they really, really love it. They gather around, they look at the instruments. I mean, we're talking about like chickens, turkeys, pigs, sheep, goats, emus, every single type of animal that we have at the gentle barn. When we play music for them, they gather around, they want to listen. They're very attentive. And um, they love it. So, yes, music is a very, very big part of the healing mm-hmm. and recovery at the Gentle Barn.
1: Do you, do you have a, a go-to song that you like to sing to them? Or is it uh, whatever is in, stuck in your head for the day?
2: I have a million songs that I sing yeah. to them. Plus, I make up songs to them. So, yeah. sometimes just in the moment, I'll just start making up songs. But if I had to pick a go-to, it would be You Are So Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I uh I do this I do the same right? I'll uh make up all all kinds of silly songs and uh or start uh like sometimes I'll just get like a one line of a song and stuck on repeat and just start remixing it in my brain and all kind of I was like uh, it's just mm-hmm. weird weird how my uh how my brain works with music sometimes like that but uh yeah it's uh that's a good one though you are so beautiful as a, a, and of course uh a great song. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I think, that uh, would be, uh, would be a lot of fun just to, you know, especially to see it making a difference. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, making sure these, these animals feel, um, safe and, and welcome and, um, you know, proven to showing them through these songs that, uh, that you're, you're there to be a friend.
2: Yeah, it's really beautiful. I mean, I remember this one time we rescued named Caesar, and he was abused and neglected and terribly painfully, painfully afraid of people. If he went anywhere near him, he would just brace himself for the blow. And so touching him, feeding him, it gave him absolutely no comfort. And so I just parked myself across the stall from him and I just sang to him every single solitary day, especially you are so beautiful, over and over and over again. And at first he was. Kind of, he would put his butt to me, like, What mm-hmm. is with the crazy stalker? But then eventually he turned around and he would face me and he would just look at me and stare at me. And we would lock eyes and we would really look into each other's soul. And eventually, with each passing day and with each passing song, he would walk closer and closer and closer to me until one time he just walked all the way over to me, put his head on my chest, let out a huge exhale, and he stood there with his head on my chest for about three hours while I sang to him. And that was the beginning of his trust for me. And from then on, I was able to pet him without him fearing me, feed him without him fearing retribution. And um, he had a beautiful long life with us at the Gentle Barn.
1: Yeah. Do they ever ever sing along with you? Do you ever get... uh,
2: You know, I've never, well, that's not true. The chickens and turkeys will absolutely sing along. Right. We have turkeys that have beautiful voices. And the minute I start singing, they start chirping and squawking right. and making a beautiful, beautiful harmony. And the other thing that I wanted to tell you is we have a pig named Menorah, not in St. Louis, but in the Los Angeles location. Um, and we rescued her with her tiny babies. And every time she would nurse them, she would sing to them. Yeah yeah and that was the first time that i actually saw an animal like really singing like we do like you know when my kids were little i sang to them and she was singing to her baby so i think music is a universal language yeah it's beautiful yeah
1: Yeah. i mean i i don't know exactly the quote but just uh it's uh music uh kind of speaks when the words you know aren't there always you know so it's like it always there's some kind of it's a crazy how much uh you know healing powers and the music uh the, the feelings that come with it all i mean like you can be moved by just this the sounds or, or the lyrics and so i don't know this uh, uh the music stuff's pretty cool <laughs> i agree uh, I,
2: uh,
1: so i enjoy uh i enjoy that i enjoy hearing the stories like that's like um that's, i don't know really really special thing it's like i said uh, her singing to her babies too that uh, would be a pretty wild to, to witness that. Yeah. Um, do you, do you, uh, do you make your, your way around to the three locations pretty often or are you, are you, uh, you, you live in the, uh, LA area, right? Is that correct?
2: Yeah. We live at the Los Angeles general barn, yeah. but we travel to St. Louis and Nashville, uh, pretty much every month. Nice. So we're constantly checking in on the animals and improving the properties, um, training the staff. Uh, healing new animals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, uh, do you have, uh, is there anything, um, in particular when you come back to St. Louis, uh, is anything that you, uh, aside from visiting the barn, is there anything that you really like to, to see or, uh, or do while on town?
2: Well, I, I happen to be vegan cause I am yeah. obsessed with animals and don't want to harm them. And so one of my favorite things to do when we're traveling and coming to St. Louis is to visit all the new vegan restaurants. I mean, there's so many, so we make it a point each time to like meet some of our volunteers and some of our staff and like go have a nice big dinner. It's really fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I don't, I, I don't know. It's I know St. Louis is still considered a, a smaller, you know, town for you know, in the grand scheme of things, but, there's so many wonderful things St. Louis has to offer. And, uh, I really, I, it's always, that's all I know. It's always, it's always been home, but I really love it here. And, uh, it's fun to see all these new restaurants and various, uh, places, you know, like vegan and, or what, you know, various things popping up. And of course there's great entertainment all the time. So, uh, I, I'm love that, uh, there's so many people that call home, uh, St. Louis home and doing these great things, including gentle barn, uh, I love that we have uh, this here, not too far from downtown and uh, you know, people can come on out and see what it's all about. Like I said, Sundays are open to the public and um, is there uh, what's uh, is it gentlebarn.org. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. People can go to gentlebarn.org, make a donation to continue our wonderful work with animals and people. Um, they can book a cow hug therapy session or come on a Sunday um and we're they can follow us on all social media platforms including youtube
1: yeah is there uh i mean obviously uh imagine it when the if there's a when the need uh, is right that you'll be there but is there any um future plans for gentle barn to open a fourth location or or uh you know anything like that uh that you would like to see is there a, a goal or anything that you would like to do in the near future
2: so my favorite saying is how do you make god laugh you tell him your plans all right so you know uh we'll see if i actually get to do this but if i get to have my plans i would really like to start a gentle barn in new york next uh um, you know we've got west coast and we've got midwest and i would love to have an east coast gentle barn right in the middle of central park i would like to do something about the carriage horses maybe like find a way to make the carriages electric and be able to have the horses retire at the gentle barn and be really able to make an impact in that community with those, uh, recovering from substance abuse or homelessness or just the perils of living in a very, very noisy and fast paced inner city, being able to come to the sanctuary of the gentle barn and connect with the animals and hug the cows and just feel a connection to, um, to something slower and more peaceful. I think that would be wonderful for that city. So I would really like to do
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, what uh, I was thinking also, you know, just in uh, the, like I said, 23 years of doing all this uh, is what would, did you, uh, was there anything that like really maybe surprised you uh, going or, or, uh, something like that, like where maybe, um, I mean, obviously you were well aware of a lot of the, um, slaughterhouses and these, you know, these, these terrible things that were going on, but so you, that, but is there anything like, as maybe that, uh, that you didn't know about or, you know, like I said, a surprise that came along that as you learned some of these, uh, things as, a, as you're d- rescuing different animals uh, anything come to mind
2: yeah I mean I think with every single rescue comes a newer knowledge of right. what we're capable of as human beings and the darkest things that are happening on this planet mm-hmm. and you know every time I think that I've seen the absolute most horrific side of me the, the next story will just be even worse right so um I live in a state where I have like a combination of deep hope and faith. And at the same time, I mean, we've seen some really, really rotten things. Um, You know, you, you, we, we, we intellectually know that obviously animals are killed for food and we intellectually know that somewhere out there, you know, people are doing these things, but coming face to face with it and seeing literally thousands of animals just in one location alone, being handled so gruesomely and egregiously, um, being torn apart from their mothers, being torn apart from their families, screaming with deaf ears, the people not being able to see them as living beings at all. Um, It's just, uh, we did a rescue yesterday uh, here in Nashville and just seeing the absolute cruelty Um, of these animals and kind of thinking back not too long ago when we had auctions where we were selling humans and we were separating husbands and wives and we were celebrating and we were separating children and we were auctioning off babies right in front of their parents. I mean, it wasn't too long ago that we were doing that to humans. And I just, yearn and pray and work diligently for a world where we can stop doing that to animals. And we can kind of once and for all acknowledge that we're all the same, even though we look different and we can start helping, supporting and loving each other instead of kind of enslaving and exploiting each other. And um, with each child that comes to the gentle barn and hugs a cow and holds a chicken and cuddles a turkey and has their heart wide, you know, opened to the, the similarities that we all have instead of the differences. Um, I think that with each further generation, we might get closer and closer to preserving our planet, healing our bodies and loving animals. So, um, I've seen the darkness and I Mm -hmm. pray and yearn and work for the light.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's pretty heavy to think about. I mean, like I said, like, and it's, uh, and it's something you know, I, I'm, I'm glad to see people like yourself and the entire staff of volunteers and people that join you and believe in the same mission and, um, and trying to, you know, on, and, and make, not trying, but making a difference. Uh, you know, like it's, uh, it's really, really cool what you, what you and, uh, everybody's you know, doing like, uh, I, so, uh, I think, uh. I think everybody should come on out to and see it, see a gentle barn firsthand. Like I said, it was, it was really a special day for me. And, uh, we, as soon as we, you know, we, we hung out there most of the, you know, the afternoon and, and, uh, but as soon as we left, we were like, we can't wait to go back and do it again. So, uh, I think we're, we're about due for another visit. And, uh, and that was, uh, that was also kind of the thing as we, you know, kind of being, uh, meeting some people that were also visiting uh i learned um there's quite a few people that are very regular visitors like you know they like to they uh very involved um and like to come out several times so uh it's not something you know you don't have to have just once you can visit all whenever on a sunday and come out and see what it's about so that was uh i thought that was really neat to like there was uh I i don't know how many times but there was a girl that we were talking to and she, she was telling us all kinds of stories and about the animals also. And so, uh, it's nice to see people, a lot of repeat guests.
2: Yeah. We actually offer season passes so people can, you know, buy an annual season pass and they can come every single Sunday and we have people bring their children every Sunday. We have families that come out and it's a beautiful, beautiful sense of community. Um, no matter what our politics, what matter of, of our religion, no matter like who we are and what we do out in the world, um, people can come and kind of connect and unite at the Gentle Barn with our common love of animals. And it's just beautiful.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Ellie, I have a couple of questions I've been having uh, fun asking. Um, been uh, And like I said, most of these go... So uh, typically I I get to talk to a lot of uh, musicians and comedians and, and things, but I thought some of these would work pretty well for yourself. Uh, uh, I've been uh, one that comes to mind as I've been having. uh, So day comes along, we have a um, maybe a, a, like a, an Ellie gentle barn action figure box set and stuff. What what would you like to see with uh, with your, like maybe three accessories to go with your action figures, or what would you uh, maybe th- anything uh, come to mind?
2: I love that. Well, I would definitely need a bale of hay. Yeah. Um, I would definitely need a halter and a lead rope in case I ever come across some animals that need to be <laughs> brought to the gentle barn. And it would be really cool if I could have a truck and trailer.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that be <laughs> it. That sounds like a plan. I think we can make that happen. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, is there uh uh <clears throat> so maybe i a lot of times I'll ask a uh bands and stuff is there like a maybe a dream duet or collaboration you would like to see is there but uh as far as you and in in, the, in your world is is there a you know like i said you get a lot of various musicians come out to the barn and play for the animals and things but is there any maybe um or another business uh or anybody like that maybe you would want to work with or collaborate or anything like that is a maybe a possibility
2: you know honestly um well I was gonna say, if Prince or Michael Jackson was alive, having right. them come and sing to the gentle barn animals would be yeah. amazing. Yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> and certain. we've
2: already had Richard Marks come out and play for the animals. We All had right. Moby come out and play for the animals. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like, I would love to collaborate with Jane Goodall. That'd be so cool. Like, you know, wildlife, um, primates kind of meets farm animal rescue. But we're both trying to save the planet kind of from different angles, that
1: would yeah. Be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh have you ever you ever met her or anything? Or
2: uh no, no?
1: not yet. Yeah. Well maybe after this, maybe she'll hear this and I maybe, would love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Uh well you are you are very much a uh, superhero to me. Um but if you were a superhero what do you think you would might be your your name and your superpower do you do you have uh you ever think about that at all you ever when you well, were when you, you were you, saying that when you, when you were a young girl growing up do you think ever think about that at all
2: when i was a young girl growing up me and my friends would always play charlie's angels
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: and uh, i was always jasmine
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but my favorite movie and my favorite character is wonder woman yeah Um, yeah, I love where she came from, you know, it was a matriarchal society and they were strong warrior women. I love that. And then of course she went to the real world and she started fighting evil, um, with her light and with her power and her strength. And in order to have her power and strength, she had to believe in herself that she had to really know who she was. I love that.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, that's obviously a a message we can all get behind, you know, um, just like yourself, I think like, uh, you know, at believing in yourself to, to see this through. And then, uh, like you know, from a dream to, uh, making it a reality. I mean, this is, uh, it's really inspirational. You know, I, I, I think all of us can wish, uh, we could do that, have our, have the same goal from as a seven year old, you know, or whatever, you know, and then actually, seeing it come to life and and getting to do that every day. And, um, so I don't know, it's really, really cool story you have. And, uh, I'm really glad you were able to share some of it today with us. And, uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, if you are in the St. Louis or LA or Nashville areas, uh, or traveling through, come on by gentle barn and see what it's all about. And um, like I said, gentlebarn.org. You can get and find more information, ways to donate, and support the cause. And but thank you, Ellie, for being here today. This was really cool.
2: Thank you very, very much for having me. I loved spending time with you.
1: Yeah. And uh, again, uh, Ellie's book. Also, uh, what was the name of the of your book? My, yeah, my, my, my book gen- is
2: called.
1: Was it my gentle barn right? My... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, my book is called My Gentle Barn, Creating a Sanctuary Where Animals Heal and Children Learn to Hope. It's available on Amazon, Barn and Noble, anywhere books are sold, and people can get a signed copy at gentlebarn.org.
1: Yeah, very nice. And uh, feel free to get plugged in also on the social, uh, socials uh, and YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, Ellie, I thank you uh, This for doing this. It was really neat to to spend some time. And I hopefully we can meet in person. Sometime soon. Uh maybe, maybe uh maybe one of those times you're in town and visiting the barn, maybe I'll be able to catch you there or something. But uh this was uh really nice getting to hang out. So thank you for thanks again for sharing your story and uh hope to see you soon.
2: Yeah, hope to see you soon. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Ellie. Bye, everyone.